Sorry. That's this okay. doesn't need to be on the podcast. I was just thinking about Burrito Grindo. It's not... Well, it's just because you're zoomed out really far. If you zoom in more, you'll see it. Uh, Look a bunch. Yeah. Burrito Grindo. White Dot Burrito. <laughs> burrito Negro. Bobby. You're so good at Spanish. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. <laughs> I knew just enough to know that my coworkers were calling me a dyke in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you really need? What's the word? It was more the, the energy that they were putting into it. <laughs> You know what I mean? The thing about Spanish is you actually slur people through your body language. Yeah. I don't know if people knew that. <laughs> Alright. Hi everybody. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. Your favorite podcast, which is hosted by two people who are currently eating burritos. That's right. <laughs> what are you drinking? A cherry Sprite Zero. Oh right. I'm drinking a regular Coke. I have to say, it has 10 calories and it's worth everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. It's, do you want to taste it? Sure. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's good. The only thing that sustains me is a sweet drinks with no calories. Right. That or makes very sense. few calories. That's the only thing that keeps you going. Do you know how weird of a demographic of people keep a case of uh, Diet Orange Crush in their fridge? Like, who does that appeal to besides me? I think about that every time I go to buy it and it's not discontinued. It's for diabetic children, I guess. Which is what you are. Yes. <laughs> Thank God there will always be diabetic children to ensure that the market doesn't go away. <laughs> <laughs> Who's drinking Diet Orange Trout? I hope they never find a cure for diabetes or else they're gonna get rid of that shit. And then you won't have it anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> then I could just drink regular orange crush, just kidding. No, I mean like if they like eradicated the like gene that predisposes you to diabetes. Right, and they got rid of diet colas. Yeah. But people would still be obsessed with being skinny. Okay, true. Actually, Always have eating disorder heads. The fact that people are obsessed with being skinny actually brings about lots of innovations in the world of, of gluten-free and diabetic-friendly, mm -hmm. I'm sure you know. Yeah, I'm very, like, I have trouble with it because I appreciate that being gluten-free became a fad diet because it meant that they actually had to make good gluten-free stuff that was, like, mm -hmm. affordable. Yeah. But it's also annoying because people don't believe you when you say you're gluten-free and they'll feed you stuff that has gluten in it because a lot of people pretend to be gluten-free. Definitely. The so. good news for me is that no one would ever pretend to be diabetic because it's decidedly <laughs> unsexy. Yeah, it's not for, cool. for the way that I do it. Right. When you're diabetic, it's sexy. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> like... Tragic, but also really arousing. When my uncle's diabetic, it's like not cute, but it's like ew. You're gonna lose a foot. If I lost a foot, it would be like. Mm. <laughs> Actually, no. What's going on under that shoe? <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Are they hot? They were like ninety. Oh. <laughs> well, were they hot? 
hamburgers or something that have like 90 calories and are mostly mostly made of like shipry root. Yeah. It's like this works for me, but it wasn't made for me. <laughs> right? right? No, seriously, eating disorder heads campaigned yeah. and made sugar illegal and then got these 90 calorie gummy bears which I now enjoy because I have the taste buds of a child and I'm also interested in not dying. <laughs> so that is exactly why we should never cure eating disorders either. Because the innovations will go away. Anorexic girls are at the forefront of uh, food innovation. Also, I just really, I love the ballet. <laughs> That's not where my head would go <laughs> first. Okay, well, what else in people with eating disorders there was? Brittany Murphy's character in Girl Interrupted. Dude, thinking you last night. Thinking about eating an entire rotisserie chicken in 15 minutes before running to my comedy show. <laughs> really healthy for me. I feel like we can talk about this on the podcast because there's no way that she listens, but there's a girl who really hates me <laughs> and uh, she she was tweeting all this stuff about how she was mad that I got, I got put on a show that she didn't get put on and she was like, I'm just screaming into the void today like she was tweeting ang- angrily about it all day and then she tweeted about how she was too angry <laughs> to even make herself dinner. <laughs> So she went to the store and bought a rotisserie chicken, but then she dropped the rotisserie chicken in the middle of an intersection while she was crossing the street. And she was so mad, she yelled and she kicked the rotisserie chicken across the street. But then um, she had to run back and get it and she picked it up and she still ate her street chicken. (laughs) She's like, I can't afford to buy another one. That's literally eating crow. <laughs> yeah. At that point. Yeah. I forgot how mad she was that you got put on a show. <laughs> what show was that? It was the private show. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. We had our allies. So she was she was mad that um, they quote unquote were so committed to turning a blind eye towards the egregious bi erasure that I had committed before booking me on the private show. <laughs> Which but like the rule the rule to get booked on those shows is not have you always been nice no. to queer people. It's have you eaten the producer's pussy. Exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> inclusive even the gay guys had to do it (laughs) (laughs) when a a gay guy eats pussy it's still queer it is yeah okay i'm glad we've been (laughs) yeah that's fine (laughs) actually the only criteria for getting on that show is if the producers told you that she doesn't want to have sex with you (laughs) yeah that was good love to to get rejected for being too feminine also too much (laughs) Yeah, that's <laughs> that makes you a platinum star lesbian if you reject both of us. <laughs> it's like, damn, okay. <laughs> well, maybe I didn't want to have sex with you either, even though I very obviously did. <laughs> <laughs> me, 
okay, cool. I didn't want to have sex with you either. <laughs> I don't know what would give you that impression besides me heavily implying that I would like to have sex with you over the course of several months every time I saw you at a comedy show or also online. <laughs> Dude, I used to hit on her before I was even a comedian. Stop! I did too. I saw her do comedy like three years before I started and I was like, okay, hot. I was like, you are so funny. And also, you're really pretty. You're beautiful. <laughs> All right. Enough about that. <laughs> Let me talk about stuff. Yeah. Also, I'm straight and I've never had sats and I'm married. Right. <laughs> Which is something to, to keep in mind and in hold in the front of your brain when you're listening to anything that I say on this podcast. Of course. And I am also all of those things. <laughs> Straight and a virgin and also married. Yeah. Okay, duh. Duh. Speaking of being a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> um, good news on the internet this week is that T.I. goes with his adult daughter to her yearly perhaps me gynecological like, exam yeah yeah and makes the doctor check to see if her hymen is still intact intact which is psychotic because like that's not an accurate thing measure of virginity no first of all second of all if you're not um like if you have capacity and you're an adult, I don't know how other people can obtain your medical rap, uh, records directly from a medical practitioner. That seems strange to me. Yeah, but it's probably like a private celebrity doctor. like. Right, because he has so much money, he could probably pay for that service. Yeah, but like, she's an adult, right? Mm-hmm. Don't let Wh him come. Which is why, you know, like, have you, have you ever been fully an adult and you're like, I don't want to make myself a doctor's appointment. Can't my mom just call you? Okay, true. And they're like, no. You, you have, have to, to do it because you're an adult. Or like, you know, when you're like an adult, but for some reason you're living with your parents and like mm -hmm. they really like are having access to things that they shouldn't mm -hmm. otherwise. Yes. Yeah. Okay, it's that's probably true. like that. Yeah. Like my mom opening my mail that was getting sent to her house when I didn't even live with her, even though that's a federal crime, Rochelle. <laughs> like my mom yelling at me when I get home at 1 a.m. And I'm like, Dude. go to bed. One time, actually, on, on the topic of like policing your daughter's virginity, um, <laughs> I was like, I was like young, but like definitely an adult, like probably like, right, whatever. So like a few years ago, I went out and I didn't come home until like 5 p.m. the next day. Mm -hmm. And my mom was so mad. She dragged me to the bathroom of my hair and threw me in the shower with all my clothes on and turned it on. <laughs> okay. And then I was throwing up and she was like, move off the toilet, I'm gonna clean it. I was like, but I'm still throwing up. And then she sprayed me in the face with windows. <laughs> Like a poorly misbehaved cat. Was she calling you a whore or something? Worst like hangover ever. I don't know. That was your worst hangover? Yeah, I guess I was that like, would be it. Sorry, mom. I was hooking up with a mechanical engineering student who's also assistant manager at Lululemon. So why don't you grow up? <laughs> sorry, I was busy. 
me. Sorry I got home at 1am. I was busy not having sex. <laughs> Sorry, I had to hold hands with some girl and listen to her complain about my boyfriend. Her boyfriend. Her boyfriend, literally. <laughs> her boyfriend. <laughs> okay, I, I want to ask you something. Do okay. you think you have a high men? No. Okay. <laughs> Is that a stupid question? Probably. Okay. <laughs> I think I broke mine as a child. Well, that's why. I, I definitely did. She's famously your horse girl. No, I've only ridden a horse like three times. Oh, really? Fuck, I've ridden a horse more times than <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're too tall. I lived in the country. Yeah. To be fair. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, I just want everyone to know that I'm not the horse girl of the podcast, okay? Every podcast has a horse girl, and it's not me. Think about it. Drum circle jerk. It's Sophia. She's the only girl and also the only horse girl. She self-identifies as a horse girl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was never really a horse girl. Come town. Adam's the horse girl. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, true. <laughs> I think I probably broke my riding a bike or something. I definitely didn't bleed the first time I had sex. Yeah. Which was never. <laughs> no, I lost my virginity when I was almost 18. Yeah. Which is really sexy of me, actually. That's actually um, really hot. I know. <laughs> I lost my virginity when I was like 16. Yeah. But like. That's pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah. I just, why would I have a hymen? You know, <laughs> couldn't be me. <laughs> if I was to have a piece of skin that covered the opening to my vagina, I simply wouldn't. I would have it on the outside. I would simply. <laughs> <laughs> a true Audi. Uh... I really hope think about a roast beef sandwich. But then if you like, it's still in the bag. Bitch, you said they're bisexual, but won't eat Arby's. <laughs> Literally, shout out to CIA, go fund me. Um, <laughs> if I was going to have a high one, I would simply break it by falling off my bike when I was nine. Is that what happened? I hurt my pussy really bad by falling <laughs> off a bike when I was like nine or ten. So when I was trying to learn a bike when I was nine or ten. Um, yeah, I just had to ride a bike when I was like ten. My dad put me on a bike and pushed me down a hill. And then you broke your high <laughs> You're too old to be learning to ride a bike. <laughs> Jesus. It's so crazy when you think about training wheels. Mm -hmm. But here's what you have to remember. Children don't have motor stills. <laughs> right? Because you think about it now and you're like, why would I ever need training wheels to ride a bike? And you're like, oh yeah, you also can't, like when your lights are growing, you also can't even walk in a straight line without falling over. Okay, true. We're like just breaking things in the dining room by like accidentally not knowing how long your arms are. Okay, yeah. Like you're growing, right? <laughs> yes. Friend of the pod, Alice, said that she had training wheels on for way too long, and the only reason she ever learned how to ride a bike was because her oldest brother came back from university and was like, why does Alice still have training wheels on her bike? She's like nine. Shame, yeah, shame mechanism. Okay, so maybe it wasn't that fucking old. No, it's fine. Okay, that's making me feel better. I have a friend who learned how to ride a bike when he was 20. Okay. Yeah. King, is he good now? He's good now. He never learned because he was too busy being a ballet dancer. And then he moved to London to mm -hmm. be in the London Ballet, mm -hmm. and he started having to ride a bike everywhere, so he had to learn how. Let's have him on the podcast to talk about eating disorder. Okay. <laughs> He's really skinny. Okay. <laughs> Great. He'll fit in our recording space. <laughs> <laughs>
and he's a, a, like notoriously a misogynist. I and feel I like know- he's just a misogynist. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he didn't do any of the weird like purity pact shit that a lot of Christians do. Dude. I only learned about that recently. Oh, it's Because like I'm obviously like a Catholic, not like a practicing one, but... And there's virginity stuff, obviously. Yeah. Like, definitely big time had, like, a lot of virginity discourse and, like, uh, you know, learn about abstinence in school and shit like that. I love virginity discourse. Yeah, me too. Um, but I didn't know about fucking daddy-daughter dances. Yeah. There's a cool documentary about it. Have you seen any of them? No, because I, I can't do it. I... Okay. It's very disturbing. I think that it's incest if a father even has a, anything resembling a good relationship with his daughter. It is. Thank you. Tia is um, doing incest, just to be clear. He is literally doing yeah. incest. I think that even if you, like, if you get along with your dad, I just want to say it's a little bit fishy. Um, <laughs> as a heterosexual woman. Uh, <laughs> let alone actually dating. No, but literally I think about this every time I'm at a wedding. I'm like, how do you have a father-daughter It's so dance? It seems wrong. Sometimes, I've seen my dad like three times in the past year. Yeah. And he always kind of like weirdly like acts like he's going to hug me and then doesn't and then decides to and then does, you know? Right. And that's too much for us. And that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. If you're, plus like there are people who call their father's daddy. Yeah. Only rich people. Mostly rich people. Rich white girls. Mm-hmm. Calling your father daddy is not a personality. <laughs> <laughs> I had to message a comedian because she was posting screenshots of her talking to her dad. Talking to her dad, and I was like, "Your dad's name in your phone is exactly the same as my boyfriend's name yeah. in my phone." It was literally the same emojis and everything. Yeah. I was like, "Why do you have heart daddy heart as your dad's?" name that's disturbing yeah (laughs) (laughs) people say calling your boyfriend daddy is gross counter calling your actual father daddy is weird is weird i think that like having any relationship with your father (laughs) is already illegal (laughs) you know what having a relationship with your family (laughs) i think that like Stephen Harper was right when he left his physical affection with his children to a handshake. I'm okay. so psycho. I had my mom. Yeah. Definitely. But like, she's a small person who smells good. Right. It's normal. It's different. We love each other. Right. <laughs> Fellas, is it gay to love your mom? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> Only if you're a man. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be a controversial take if people aren't going to like this. And I'm sorry if anyone listening is uh, is really close with their opposite uh, sex parent or opposite gender parent, whatever. Um, except for those of you who come from rainbow families like myself. Um, <laughs> maybe some of you don't have an opposite gender parent. I hate when you say okay. rainbow families because I know <laughs> that like you're blatantly brainwashed by Ten Oaks. Because <laughs> I remember one time you said just it. Just doing it as a bit. No, I remember. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, I just think it's weird. I think that men 
good relationships with their mothers make better boyfriends. Sure. Because I think that they're used to... It depends. Do they have good relationships with their mothers because they're, like, have, like, an absent other parent? Mm-hmm. Or are they just mama's boys? Right. So I, I think there's, there's men who cl- claim to be close with their moms, but they're in, like, a very weird, like, resentful situation where they're, like, too reliant on their mom and... Uh, they're exchanging yes. the care that they're receiving from their mom for her having more control over their life than she should when they're adults. It's like the Italian thing. Yes, exactly. Those types of mothers, this is why it's gross and kind of incesty to me. No one's ever good enough for their son. Yeah. They always cause problems. Like the like reddit.com slash just no mother-in-law. I was just going to bring that up. They all cause problems in their son's romantic Personal relationships. Lives. Yeah. Right? Um, but I think that men who have, yeah, especially men who've been raised by uh, single moms and have good relationships with their with their sisters and stuff, like not to provide my own family as an example, but I think my two younger brothers treat women really well. Yeah. And uh, I assume it's because they grew up basically with, with me and my mom. No, that makes sense. Um, whereas like my, my older brother doesn't get along with his mom or uh, his sister and like wasn't around us when he was younger. So it's horrible to women. (laughs) And like, you can't necessarily say that across the board, but my point being is that there's like a fine line between exactly like you said, kind of being a a mama's boy and being a a better better partner because you're like attuned to being around women and kind of how to interact with them and treat them like humans. <laughs> God, is that so much to ask for? Uh, yeah. <laughs> have you ever been with someone where they, they had like a, a psychotic relationship to their yes. their parents? Has it ever interfered in your relationship? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The one girl that I dated for like two years, she had like a really bad relationship with her mom yeah. because when she was growing up, her mom like wouldn't get divorced from her dad who was like really abusive and an alcoholic and then mm-hmm. he eventually went to jail. Yeah. So then her mom was always like making them visit their dad in jail and stuff, even though like they should have been getting divorced. That's kind of hot, but really bad for your kids. It's really bad. Well, cause yeah. he was like physically abusive and stuff like that. So yeah, it's like, why are we visiting him in jail? Sorry. <laughs> not hot. Official tape, not hot. No, it's okay. <laughs> Otherwise, it yeah. would be otherwise. So then she was like really resentful to her yeah. mother because she had to do all the parenting, right? Because her mom was like a fucking mess. Yeah. And then her dad died from mm-hmm. cancer. Mm-hmm. And then her mom was like, oh, I can finally date again. And then she just started dating another really shitty dude, like immediately. <laughs> That's so classic. Yeah. Which is classic. Yeah. So she just had like a really weird relationship with her mom. And yeah. I was like, I don't like that you're pulling me into this. Okay, you know all what right. I mean? so that's what it was like. None of this is like relevant to me. This is like, and it's like, because it doesn't make any sense. It's like, yeah. it's like, why do you still have a bad relationship with your mother when you're 30? And you're a therapist and you can rationalize the behavior. Like, why are you still mad at her? Yeah, that's so you weird. Know what I mean? Like when, when you're an adult, if you have a difficult relationship with your parents, you can hypothetically just distance your, it can still bother you, but you can at least physically distance yourself yeah. from it as much as you And she would do all this want. drama where she was like, I refuse to be in the same room as my mom's boyfriend, like all this stuff. No and it was that. just because he was an asshole. It wasn't because he was like- Hitting her. Yeah. Or like being, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, your mom's dating kind of a shitty guy, but he's not that bad. He's better than your dad. 
oh, you had to parent your mom, but like she was in an abusive relationship and your brother's severely autistic. Like, sounds like maybe you need to be a little more understanding. You, like, <laughs> as an adult, obviously I'm not 30, so I'm being far more immature than your ex Yeah. But um, as an adult, you have to, f- you realize like all the flaws that your parents have. And then you kind of have to like eventually forgive them. Yeah, I was like, I don't understand why we're still doing this. For them. Even if they were, sometimes you don't have to forgive them if they were like abusive or whatever. But I think it's easier to humanize your parents when you're grown up and be like, I don't, I'm not a parent. I don't know what I would be like as a parent. Hopefully I wouldn't do that. And she was so much nicer about her dad. And I was like, your dad's dead, of course. Dude, that's You're willing worst. to forgive him. I was like, your mom's still alive. Like, Jesus Christ. Also, talk to your brother. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it, it was, like, really difficult for my mom when my grandma died because my grandma was, like, a kind. Yeah. And she and my mom didn't get along long, long in my mom's adulthood. Long like, time. Until she died, basically. It was so weird. But I was kind of proud of her for not being like, oh, well, she was so immediately flipping like people do when somebody dies because it's dishonest. It is. To act like somebody, you can mourn for somebody and not act like they were necessarily a good person or a good person all the time. Of course, yeah. You know, like that's literally fine. And it's like, I think when it's, you know, when it's a two-way street when you're an adult and you still don't get along with your parents because of things that they're also doing, like that Mm -hmm. makes sense. But if you're just being miserable and your parent is trying so hard, to fix your relationship. Yeah. It's like, okay. I know. <laughs> I dated a guy who was in a psychotic relationship with his mom. Oh. And in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> he was 29 years old and lived about 400 meters away from his mom. And okay. in an apartment building, right. which was down the street from her home. And I was always trying to get him to move and he wouldn't move out of the neighborhood. Oh my god. And uh, I found out that his mom was helping pay his rent. And Um, this guy was a Red Seal, like, union steel worker. (laughs) Okay, where was all his money going? Yeah, I know. And she was doing his laundry. He was dropping off his unwashed laundry to her house every week and picking it up washed and folded. Like, she was a fucking maid. That's disgusting. And he went to Asia for six weeks while we were dating. So I was living in his apartment, taking care of his pets and stuff. Yeah. I didn't know she had a key to his apartment. She went to the apartment, which was clean, by the way, when I was living there, and re-cleaned the entire apartment moved everything around. I had like written notes to him and pinned them on the fridge. She took them all down and like put them in a file folder and put them in the drawer. I was like, this is disgusting. Your mom read notes that I wrote to you. She like, I opened a drawer and my underwear were folded. Like it was psychotically invasive. And the worst thing was, this was what I took the most offense to. Not even that she kind of like by extension implied that the house wasn't clean enough. She also, I had a full bottle of hand soap that I had purchased on the bathroom sink and she threw it out and replaced it with a different type of hand soap. And I was like, Uh, why do you care if I have sea salt and lemon hand soap and you're going to just replace it with Bath and Body Works caramel apple? He's not even there for six weeks. I know. You're going to use that soap. I know. 
That's psycho. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, you didn't feel the need to tell me that A, your mom has a key to your apartment when I'm literally living there. And B, <laughs> that she's going to feel totally fine entering the space that is not just yours anymore. That's so crazy. She touched my stuff. I can't with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad I didn't even stay there for the rest of the time. No, you were like, I, I like, gotta, I'm out. I was like, I guess you better find someone to look after your fucking cat. I guess his mom can do it. <laughs> That's so Since psycho. she's his girlfriend anyways. <laughs> Sometimes a girlfriend is a mom you choose. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, TI is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> All this to say. TI is fucked. Please don't maintain pseudo romantic relationships with your parents. Maintain. Don't even start them. People are like. <laughs> people who are like the, the most grossed out by like incest taboos in like the context of romantic relationships like stepmom porn or yeah. like people drawing their boyfriend daddy and stuff are the people who feel like a mirror is being shone on their pseudo problematic relationship with their opposite gender parent that's true because otherwise it's so removed like it's like whatever it literally doesn't matter yeah like <laughs> we'll watch stepmom porn it's fine <laughs> Whom amongst us has not? <laughs> Remember when that guy sent me a porn and it was like a stepmom walking in on like a teenage son fucking his his like teen girlfriend? Yeah. And like just with no commentary and I was like, am I the stepmom or am I the teen girlfriend? Maybe you're the man. Ooh. <laughs> I, I think I'm a teen stepmom, but. Okay. <laughs> Me every time a woman with kids tries to fuck me. <laughs> Stop up. Stop on time. <laughs> Put on Paw Patrol. Mommy's busy. <laughs> um, uh, when you fuck a woman at her house and then you find out her kids have been there the whole time. That happened to me one time. I know. <laughs> They were like, shh, my kid's asleep. I was like, what? <laughs> I, can't what believe you you, I can't believe you brought me here when there was a child in your home. <laughs> Didn't that seem like information that might be relevant? Yeah, it's like not everyone's okay with that. It's a seven-year-old, not a baby. Yeah, that's disgusting. I know. It's like how you need to disclose that you're pregnant before I fuck you, because what if I don't want to fuck you if you're pregnant? Hmm... <laughs> well, well. <laughs> okay, are lesbians into that? Pregnant chips? Because I feel like guys are into that because it's like subconsciously they're like, oh, you already know she's fertile. I don't know. I don't no. know why guys like it. I think that's why, because they like she has like proven fertility or whatever. Maybe. Also, the titties get bitter. Yeah. I feel like lesbians are into it because it's like, you're turning her gay. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, because a man put that in there? Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. <laughs> but she, like, obviously hates her husband. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say because it's really femme. <laughs> it's problematic for me to think being pregnant is femme. Um, <laughs> I apologize. I don't know. <clears throat> I only fucked one pregnant girl. Yeah. Yeah. Was how pregnant was she? 
Well, she was pregnant with twins. <gasps> <laughs> she wasn't that pregnant yet, but I mean. <laughs> but it was definitely noticeable. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you get a lactation facial? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I heard breast milk smells really bad. Probably. Okay. I wouldn't know. I wasn't the one that was breastfed until I was old enough to smell. Remember when I went to my, my <laughs> she, fuck you. <laughs> That's why I have superior brain size. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which you would know if you had brought your calipers like I asked. Um, <laughs> remember when I went to my stepsister's bachelor party and she had already had a child and she was she like took off her dress and was like pumping out her tits into this down the sink because oh, yeah. her breast milk was so poisoned with vodka. Yeah, that was disgusting. That was disgusting. Also, her body looked so gross and every <laughs> chick that was there had like had a baby and they were all talking about stuff that like you only talk to other people about if they've also had babies. Yeah. So I was just there and I was like, what? <laughs> There's like a lot of talking about like stitches and like disgusting yeah. bodily functions and like... Can I say something gross? Yeah. I was watching an episode of 90 Day Fiance the other day and this girl got pregnant while she was teaching English in Russia. Okay, gross. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> her, her Russian boyfriend had already been married twice and had two kids with different women. So this was like his third wife and third child. Okay. But he couldn't get a visa into the U.S. because he's mm -hmm. Russian. So she decided to have the baby in Russia. Mm -hmm. And she was FaceTiming her sister. And her sister was, like, freaking out. And she was like, well, are the nurses going to know how to speak English? And then she was like, no. And her sister was like, well, you don't speak Russian. And she's like, well, it'll be fine. Like, they're nurses. Like, they know what they're doing. Like, it's not mm -hmm. like anything bad's going to happen to me. And then her sister's like, I'm just saying, you may want to learn the Russian word for perianal tearing. <laughs> super fertile. I feel like I could get pregnant so easy. I feel like you could get pregnant way easier than I yeah. can for some reason. Thank you. I don't know. You have wider hips. Yeah. You seem like you're like more meant to have children than I do. Yeah. It's psychotic that my mom had two children. Uh, yeah, she's like very small. Uh, yeah, she's small. Also, yeah, Gordon was 11 pounds when he was born. Big boy. I know, it's just I have high tea. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. I wish I had high tea. Let's move on. All right. We talked about Phoenix. Yeah. So Phoenix is the pay system mm -hmm. for the Canadian federal government. And for the last few years, there's been serious problems with it. People not getting paid, just like overpaid, underpaid, just a huge fucking mess. Yeah, so basically it, it was a, a program that was designed to basically like update slash upgrade the system for people getting getting paid. Like it's it's HR software basically. You can check your, yeah. your stubs and your, your health insurance and stuff like that. It's supposed to be like automatic, I think. And the government bought it from, from IBM for like some ludicrous amount of money, like millions of dollars, but they promised it within a time frame that they couldn't deliver on it. So they rushed it and then they delivered the service slash the program when uh, it wasn't ready yet. And it's been a complete 
failure. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there was an article in the local newspaper the other day about a woman who committed suicide. Her name was Linda Deschalais. Mm-hmm. And the coroner said that the Phoenix pay system was responsible for her suicide mm-hmm. because she was put into complete financial ruin by it, like mm-hmm. so badly that she was getting at her house foreclosed on. Mm-hmm. And she sent a text to one of her children before she killed herself saying that she didn't have the energy to wait anymore mm-hmm. because she didn't want to lose her house. Yeah. Basically. And apparently, like, she'd reached out, like, multiple times to try and get her payment stuff sorted out and, like, just, mm-hmm. like, find anything and, like, no one would help her. Like, basically, the whole thing with the Phoenix Pay System is that even if you are having problems, like, they're not helping people sort it out. Well, ultimately, it's, like, so I, I used to work for the federal yeah. government, obviously, um, so I'm, like, well aware <laughs> of, uh, of Phoenix. <laughs> Ultimately, yeah, there are a lot of people who were becoming completely reliant on if they had a partner, like on their their partner's work. There was a lot of households where both people worked for the government, Mm -hmm. who do live in a government town. There were people who had to quit their jobs and get jobs in like the private industry or in a different branch of government because they literally couldn't afford to, to wait yeah like, like obviously it's fucked and the government just doesn't care and they also are like paying ibm more money now to fix it yeah. like it's just literally a legal nightmare yeah and pe- everyone is getting fucked by it it's just to varying extents so like some people yeah. haven't been paid for three years like i imagine this check mm-hmm. basically the whole time they have some like compensation form you can fill out and stuff, but apparently she filled out like dozens of them and like none, no one was even like acknowledging that they'd received them or anything. No. No. Like nothing. It's impossible. I didn't have benefits for the last year that I worked for the government, even though I was paying into them because Phoenix fucked my benefits. Yeah. Like it's, it's people, I knew people that <laughs> overpaid, were being overpaid, but didn't know. And then ended up owing like thousands of dollars oh when they're living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Like that happened to my friend Giselle, who's literally like my age. That's so fucked. Just graduated, yeah. It's like, it's so depressing to see that. And I, like, obviously I hate the government and stuff like that, but, like, I do really feel bad for people that are in that situation. Well, I mean, and I know people have said before, it's like, oh, why don't you just, like, stop going to work or whatever? But they don't care. Like, there's no, it's not like people who work for the government are unionized. You're little, you're, you'll literally just... They'll just replace you. Get fired. It's like, yeah, there, there should be a, a strike. There should be. On Moss or whatever, but it's like, you can't really, you can't really blame the people who are suffering. Yeah. From, like, not being paid for their labor. Yeah. It's obviously, like, an organizational problem. And it, it's fucking shicey of IBM. Yeah. And then it's negligent of the government because they're they're like fix it. oh pay us more money now we'll fix it yeah right when I was still working for the YMCA and I was going through everyone's like financial assistance applications for summer mm-hmm. camps and stuff there were so many people who had like letters provided by their HR that was saying that their like income wasn't reflected accurately because they were affected by Phoenix pay yeah so they like couldn't afford to send their kids to camp but they could not afford to send their kids to daycare either because they literally had no money yeah and. It was so fucked. Like, there were so many people who yeah. were like, I can't afford to have three children now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. 
it's just stupid because it's like I don't even understand why uh, the federal government hasn't like basically instated a state of emergency yeah. for their employees. Because think of how many people across the country are employed by the federal government. And a I'm lot of those people are working for things that are considered mandatory services. Yeah, and they're just not getting paid. Yeah. You know what is kind of funny? Sorry. That's no, okay. Uh, what's considered mandatory services? Yeah. When I worked for parks, like, there was no option to take holidays off because they considered us a mandatory service. Okay. And I was like, are people really going to die if they can't? Park their boat along the river for whatever. For one day. <laughs> I think they'll be fine. I think they'll just park their boat for free instead of paying $7. <laughs> what other mandatory services are there that are stupid? Um, Things like the guy who has to stand at the, the eternal flame and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Like there's a certain amount of military people that have to like march around Parliament Hill. Oh my god. Things like that. <laughs> I had an intrusive thought the other day. Mm-hmm. So the war memorial in Ottawa has these like ceremonial guards at it, mm-hmm. but they don't have guns. And during the like terrorist attack in 2014, one of them was killed. Mm-hmm. So now they have like also have military police there with mm-hmm. actual guns. Yeah. <laughs> so they have the fake the fake police and then they have the real police protecting the fake police. And I was like, <laughs> had an intrusive sense. Yeah. yeah. I had an intrusive thought about suiciding by cop by running towards the fake (laughs) really fast. Like, in Get Out when they're just like running towards the camera, like doing that to the the ceremonial guards and seeing if one of the RCMP officers would just headshot me from this tree. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I went to go see a fireworks show, like, I don't know last summer the summer before yeah. maybe and if you looked around you could see snipers on top of yeah. the ground and building i'm like kate shell <laughs> <laughs> so crazy to think that just a, few, a few years ago um rappers could like film music videos on parliament hill and stuff and now they would be immediately gunned down yeah because rapping is on parliament hill is objectively embarrassing a terrorist attack <laughs> Getting headshotted because I'm doing a bad Sarvastika during Yoga on the Hill. Her form is terrible for her misery. Remember when the big argument in the city was whether or not Yoda was cultural appropriation because they're having Yoda classes at the University of Ottawa? Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> what if people start protesting Parliament Hill Yoda? I hope so. Honestly, that would be positive. That's really funny. Honestly, they could kill off everyone who does yoga at Parliament Hill and the world would be a better place. Yeah. I don't want to ever meet someone who does, like, combination brunch 5k events. Oh my god. (laughs) I don't have time for that. (laughs) I guess we should talk about... Emma Watson's truly dire romantic life. Yeah, so she's recently come out as self-coupled. Self-partnered. Self-partnered. She says she prefers the term self-partnered to single, which is just, like, truly so dark. It's, like, so embarrassing. I I think being single is cool. Like, why are you calling it self-partner? Like, that's so embarrassing. I think that it's really dark to refer to your relationship status as your identity. 
Yeah. Or as an important part of your your identity. Like when girls talk about being single a lot, it's like I'm like, you're do- all you're doing is holding a giant sign over your head that says, "Don't date me." <laughs> Yeah, I'm sad about being single. Yeah. If you're like, actually, I love being single. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> That's <laughs> why you would probably sh- just live your life normally and, and like, not, not talk refer to it. Yeah. Do we think that Emma Watson's like gay? Like, what do we think it is? Because there must be a reason she's like being so into being single. Because otherwise, you just wouldn't refer to it. Because celebrities are like. A lot of the time, they're, like, quote-unquote single. Yeah. Because it's, like, a whole thing if you're a celebrity to be dating someone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, why is this a whole thing? But I, I think if she was dating someone, she wouldn't ref- bother even being, like, I'm not single, I'm self-partnered. Right. Because if she was dating, she, she would just be for it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. In secret, you know? Yeah. I'm not saying she's necessarily straight or gay. She's just a loser. She just kind of seems, like, nerdy. Maybe she's finicky. Probably. Yeah, you know, there are lots of people who are single because they're just completely unwilling to, like, give of themselves. She's or, like, be with someone who isn't, who doesn't 100% align with the way that they think that things should be done or whatever. Yeah. You know? She's probably also, like, bad at sex. You think so? Do you think she's good at sex? No. Okay. <laughs> I definitely feel like she'd move her head at weird angles if she was sucking dick. Okay. <laughs> Be like, how are you going to suck dick diagonally? You go off, I guess. <laughs> There's literally no need. <laughs> That's actually how you're, you're supposed to eat pussy. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but you're supposed to draw an MC Usher drawing with your tongue on the- <laughs> Right. Okay, is that what I've been doing wrong? Forget the alphabet. <laughs> Is that why girls won't reciprocate? <laughs> Do you think anyone has ever drawn the alphabet on your pussy? Be honest. Yeah. Okay. Do you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Let me tell you, didn't do anything for me. It's like, you think I never played crisscross applesauce? I know what you're doing. <laughs> when that happens, it's like, okay, honestly, like, I'm good. <laughs> When you have to tap someone out of eating your pussy, that's just embarrassing for all parties involved. I've, t- I've tapped people out. Like, when it's really early, too? Yeah. And you're it's like, like I'm this, not, this I'm not isn't gonna it. improve. <laughs> no. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. I just, like... <laughs> I don't mean to be repulsive. hate sex enough that, like, if that's happening, I'm like, okay, I'd rather just not be having sex anymore. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's just, like... I guess it's admirable to try, but... Sometimes it's not, though. Sometimes it's more admirable to not try. When the guy stopped and he was like, listen, are you going to come or not? I was like, do you want... What? It wasn't even that long. <laughs> you were like, not yet, bitch. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I know. To be fair, he was correct, but... <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> the, honestly, the worst thing about fucking girls is that... Especially if they've mostly fucked guys in the past and they're pretty young, is that they maybe have never actually come. Okay. So they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. And they're like, are you gonna come? And you're like, no. Do you even know how to make yourself come? Yeah. We were talking about this the other day. The first time I ever came was on my 19th birthday. Beautiful. Mm hmm. No, I can't even if I came from dry humping. Okay, mode. 
But like honestly, if you pray before and after, it doesn't, it doesn't count. count. God can't see it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Emma Watson is, is up to, honestly. I, th- I think that she's probably trying to do feminism again. By Ladies. I, I hate celebrity feminism. I'm doing feminism. Can I, I hate celebrity feminism. Really yeah. more this podcast is just essentially a jihad on yeah. celebrity feminists. Celebrities can't be feminists though. No war except less war. <laughs> I think that's why. They're so removed. It, it doesn't mean it, it's meaningless. It's like you're who and then, okay, so like, <laughs> it's weird because like in a in like a postmodern context, it's like people are very much like, okay, it doesn't matter if what somebody is doing, what somebody is like projecting into the world is like meaningless to you. Like no. you think it's void of meaning. Maybe some people are feeling Disagree. empowered yeah. by Emma Watson referring to herself as self-partnered. Mm-hmm. Presumably there are those people. But it's like, at that point, like, you live a really sad life. Should I start becoming self-partnered? You, no. You, honestly, it's like, it's cool if you reproduce, like, an earthworm. Yeah. But, like, why do you have to say that in an interview to Vanity Fair? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, do you really have nothing else going on in your life that you have to talk about being single? But, yes, and also, like, Okay, self-partnered, the, the rhetoric is very much like, you know, you've seen this before. It's like, going on, on a date with myself, taking that. myself on a date, um, treating myself better than any man ever could. It's like, okay, sad. Very, very sad. And publicly sad. Sad. <laughs> All right, Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, but it is. Emma Watson, nasty girl. And very like, sad. You, can be, you can't be nice to yourself. It just feels older than thou. Yeah, it feels more holier than thou, and it's like lonely because it's like you will abandon all of this the second a man pays attention to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's why it's so absolutely, especially so dark because it's like okay, you're gonna be the first one who's gonna be doing like a happy three weeks anniversary to your boyfriend post. Emma Watson, fuck a fan challenge. <laughs> Honestly, she's definitely the hottest person who's been cast in a, a live-action Disney film thus far. Yeah, that's true. She's kind of hot. Which, do you think she was the hottest person who's in Harry Potter? I fucked Cho Chang before I fucked Hermione Granger. Cho Chang was hotter. Everyone in that movie was kind of ugly, though, because they're all British. Honestly, Victor Crumb <laughs> was hot, but yeah. I have openly admitted to being interested in shoveled face mountain men. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. I'm trying to think if there was any hot girls, not really. Fleur de la Fleur, the fourth know. one. Maybe. I don't like blondes. Yeah, me neither. Ginny Weasley is a child for most of the film, so it's rule that one out. <laughs> I, I think that taking good care of yourself needs to be and can be extricated from A, self-care. Mm-hmm concepts and be you can just treat yourself well without making yourself a fictionalized boyfriend i just don't it's just it's just a mental illness if like the (laughs) if (laughs) sorry (laughs) if like 
If like for the problem, diagnosing everyone's <laughs> the process of visualization and create yourself a character as your own imaginary boyfriend in order to like take yourself to like milestones and to go see the new like I don't know fucking like Christmas Amy Schumer movie, movie. Yeah. fine I guess but don't tell us about it <laughs> like that's private it's very like writing letters to my future husband. Oh, I hate that shit. You know what trauma I dredged up what? this past week what? by talking to my younger brother? Um, <laughs> okay, I, I went to Catholic school, like I've talked about before on this podcast, um, and my brother and my boyfriend were asking me what we did in religion class and I was explaining that like we were split into smaller groups and we were like there's a youth group that was like called the well and like we would like go in smaller groups and go to the chapel and we would like whatever we'd get I guess lecture to like we would hear yeah. like a sermon from a priest and then we'd like sing some like worship songs and then we'd go back the groups would switch and the other group would go back upstairs and we would have to light a candle and write a letter to Jesus in our journals. Every time. Every single time we had religion class, which was every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're like, hey, Jesus. And I remember, <laughs> my boyfriend was like, what did you say to Jesus? I was like, I have no idea. But I remember working really hard on my journal because I wanted it to look like it was really old, like it was ancient from biblical times. So I ripped up a bunch of paper and then like stained it with tea bags and then like burned the edges with a lighter. That's cute. <laughs> so you wasted time doing that instead of writing letters. Oh, Jesus. absolutely. I was doing an art project for the Lord. <laughs> hey Jesus, did you get my last letter? You ain't replying. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> I don't know. Also, a lot of worship songs are really horny. Yeah, they are. DM if you remember or reply to the tweet of this or whatever if you remember horny worship songs. Here I am to worship specifically. Mm. Also, if you know the lyrics to the song about Ezekiel riding on a cloud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Should we talk about the internet? The internet? <clears throat> the internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. So I have a frog in my throat. That's okay. Wow, very Harry Potter of you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, we've we've coll- uh, collectively decided that we don't have a beef this week because we're perfect angels who only bring light to the world. Yeah, we've both been busy being perfect, mm-hmm. angelic angel babies. Yeah. We we're getting our pussy dates, so we just didn't have time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting my pussy ate literally every day and I don't have time to be depressed about anything. <laughs> my life is dead. Um, do you have a dumb bitch though? I do. Alright, it's time for Dumb, dumb bitch, bitch of the Week. Alright, so somebody messaged me on Twitter mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, have you ever dated a trans woman? Okay. And I was like, no, I haven't. Mm-hmm. And then they said, lol. I'm trans, by the way. <laughs> okay. And I went, oh, 
cool. Mm-hmm. And then they blocked me. That's so weird. <laughs> right? But they didn't ask, would you ever date a trans woman? And also, like, you're a stranger. You don't have to answer them. I know. But, but I was like, what, where's this going? <laughs> so That's answer. crazy that they blocked yeah. you. Well, famous, famous turf, Sophie. <laughs> it was just weird. I, I was like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, that is really weird. I, uh, my dumb bitch of the week is, uh, I, I saw this person tweeting about me in the feed and I didn't realize that people had ever uh, tweeted about me by name without mm. tagging me. That's spooky. And then I tried name searching and unfortunately I found that there were a lot of tweets. So I'm just gonna read them right now. This is the first one I saw yesterday, which said, uh, Evo Driscoll has an ugly boyfriend with long hair and it's fucked up that it's not me. That one's kind of funny. Honestly, <laughs> pretty funny. Although objectively my boyfriend is very hot. I'm just like, <laughs> it's fucked up that it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that was funny. I did retweet it. <laughs> Let's see some of the other ones. Bro, you're so fucking gay. Bro, you don't even like Evo Driscoll's selfie. You're gay, bro. LMAO. AOC and Darcy Bernie. What's next? My own signed Evo Driscoll selfie. <clears throat> Top 10 funny Evo Driscoll tweets. Thanks for reading. <laughs> That's true. I've never tweeted anything funny. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't decided between my Allura Lux or my Evo Dristol body pillow for tonight. Lots of dead ones. Have you ever searched the podcast name? Yeah, I do that from the podcast account and try to retweet them. Me too, yeah. One time I searched our names together. Okay. There was a couple. Really? Yeah. Like Evan Sophie? Yeah. It's like, I'm not gonna name search ever again after this. I was just like, I did literally didn't know I could. Um, Haha, yeah, babe, the office is really funny. LOL, can you do your makeup like Evo Driscoll, please? Haha. I love that one, that was really funny. <laughs> Honestly, that one's funny too. <laughs> I, won't, I won't be going there again. <laughs> Absolutely not. But it's good to know. And then there were, there were reply guys who were um, responding to my Instagram story of, of a picture of me and my boyfriend and being like, he's not that ugly. We're like, this is a nice picture. Don't let anyone she sees this. <laughs> it's literally my request. <laughs> I, uh, I tried to search my name after you did that. Mm-hmm. And once again, guys, like I've said before, there's a woman from Britain with the same name as me who wrote a book about being sex trafficked. So <laughs> I'll never see anything about me. That's positive. Though. I know. It's very positive. Yes. <laughs> it's not positive when I'm trying to self-harm. No. I I like just I'm too sensitive for that sort of thing, but I'm actually not tempted by it. That's good. Which is positive. Like if I know that it causes me harm to like look at stuff online, I won't look at it. Contrary to the fact that I recently learned that my uh, ex-boyfriend is probably engaged to a kindergarten teacher. Yes. But men's whole thing when they want to date me is that they have to bookend it on either side by dating a kindergarten teacher. That's true. That's actually a law. 
They're like, what if I dated a kindergarten teacher? And then I was like so sick of that that I just like totally pendulumed and like dated a bad person who's contributing nothing to society. And then I just swung right back to being engaged to a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> and that is heterosexuality. <laughs> exactly. Are you going to tweet this week? I do. Okay. All right. So this tweet is from Megan at Littlest Wayne. Okay. <laughs> Want to be a 40-year-old housewife just cooking dinner for my gay son and hoe daughter? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I think I would be excited if my daughter was a hoe as long as she wasn't doing STIs. As long as what? She wasn't doing STIs. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I actually hope that one day I get to bring my daughter like to the emergency room while she's wearing a slutty outfit. Dude, having been in the children's hospital of Eastern Ontario wearing no bra with a Little Miss Naughty t-shirt, I can say that it's actually a traumatic experience. You shouldn't wish that on any of your loved ones. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Are you going to have children? I'll have someone else's children. Okay. I'll be a stepmom. Personally, I can will I help you. Birth. Can I? Okay. Can I help you raise a gay son and a hoe daughter then? Yeah. Okay. We can have, we can have a gay son and a hoe daughter together. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, personally, I don't think that I would give birth. That's because I don't want to be pregnant. Yeah, that's positive. Yeah. I think it would end in me having like a nine month long panic attack. Yeah. You know? I think you'd just look like a little hobbit if you were pregnant. Because you would just be so. You'd be so small, but then you would just look like you were small all over, but then you just had a little fat belly for some reason. <laughs> I Honestly, think it, would, it would probably be cute, but also ultimately psycho. It'd be psycho. I think I'd be a hot pregnant person. Okay. Because I probably like wouldn't show that much. Would you start wearing butch crop tops? No. <laughs> but I think that being pregnant would do the same thing for me that wearing a dress would do for me. Oh. Which is make me want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So ultimately you agree with me that being pregnant is <laughs> It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am actually depressed that I don't want to have children or ever be pregnant because I think I'd be really hot. I think I would serve like, serve like Fran Drescher lips, but also just be really pregnant. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> I hope whoever I end up with is a hot pregnant person. Yeah, that's valid. For when I get them pregnant. <laughs> Dude, Casey Musgraves is gonna be so hot when she gets oh pregnant. Oh my god. <laughs> that's gonna be really toxic for Dude, you. Dude, I love how much of a slut she is. <laughs> Even though she's married. <laughs> You can be married and still be a pod. Oh yeah, of course. Definitely. She did that thing where she dated an ugly guy for like four years that was in her band and they were really serious. And then they broke up and then all of a sudden she was married to a really hot country singer. That's awesome. Yeah, like immediately. And her ugly ex-boyfriend still plays in her band. <laughs> Very Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Very. <laughs> Very Gwen Stefani's song off her first solo album love angel music baby cool cool great track mm -hmm. highly recommend dumb bitch media recommendation of the week cool what's the funniest cool <laughs> about her relationship with tony canal from no doubt okay <laughs> um uh. my tweet of the week 
Dirty Dan at okay. Danielle Maria 99. Local icon. Local queen. We have the same lip injector. Uh, <laughs> I love her. <laughs> yeah, me too. She tweeted, business majors be like, I can't. I gotta go buy a pea coat and then get rid of my chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every guy who goes to Telfer has chlamydia. And like a young conservative outfit. Oh yeah. Dude, the worst. Okay, there's like a three season look, which okay. is like kind of seasonally inappropriate, especially in the fall but a little bit in the spring too, where it's like, you know when, this is why I get so offended when I see people wearing jeans with flip-flops. Okay. Because A, flip-flops are never appropriate if you're not on the beach. Yeah. But B, it just looks horrible. Yeah, it just looks ugly. And it's like- Well, you shouldn't wear sandals with, with pants. It's seasonally, yeah. It's seasonally confused, Yeah. but not in a sutsy way, like long sleeves and shorts, or like a sweater oh and shorts, God, yeah. which is oh, really hot. hot. Really hot, right? Really hot. Um, but it's when business school guys wear like an open peacoat with rolled up jeans or rolled up khakis and bare feet in boat shoes, like Sperry's. Okay. I didn't know where you were going with this at first, but yes. Boat shoes, bare ankles, and then kind of an open winter coat. Yeah, they're always like on their Ellen DeGeneres shit. <laughs> yes. It's always navy blue. Yeah. And the pants are always beige. Yeah. They're always wearing like, yeah, those like slacks. I used to work with this guy who was honestly well dressed and pretty hot, but he was also a young conservative. Okay. And I worked for the federal government. He was a data scientist and his favorite shirt had like a tiger print on it. And one time I was like sort of begging him and I was like, ooh, Jake, very imperialist. <laughs> <laughs> very, and he was like, what? And I was like, very East India company. And he was like, what? And I was like, okay, oh that's hot. <laughs> you're so hot and your head is so empty. Very East <laughs> India company. All he's gotten there is data. <laughs> he was so stupid. He's the guy who told me. Hot. He was like, my girlfriend says I call her for stupid reasons. Oh yeah, and you called her about what oatmeal tasted like? Yeah, and I was like, what do you mean you call her, she tells you, uh, you call her for stupid reasons? He's like, she hung up on me today. I was like, why? And he's like, because I called her to ask what oatmeal tastes like. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I never had oatmeal before. It's like, you couldn't try it. you'd have to describe the texture and then you'd have to be like it basically just tastes like whatever you put in it but it sounds gross if you describe it and it's definitely not gross it's what, it's what good pussy tastes like <laughs> <laughs> good pussy is like stirring the raisins into oh, yeah. a bowl <laughs> of instant oatmeal <laughs> oh yeah good pussy is like <laughs> sucking the coating off a dino Yeah. Okay, cool. I think we should call one of them late. After like a plant or something. Yeah. Like cypress or like rosemary. Okay. Or something. Like, you know what? Fuck yeah. Let's call our children Phineas and Ferb. Okay, <laughs> just for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. 